how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's so nice to meet you finally. Um, yeah. I think we've only connected on LinkedIn like forever. And apparently we, we graduated at the same time together too. And yeah. I know. I'm <laughs> glad we're finally crossing paths, even if it's virtual. I know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you about your job and everything like that. So yay, 2020 grads. 2020 grads. Yeah. The most <laughs> interesting year to graduate I feel like with the virtual graduation Mm -hmm. and yeah feels like a long time ago but like not a long time ago also right right I think just like the whole pandemic has messed up everyone's sort of time and like I still feel like it's it was yesterday I'm like waking I'm like no no it's 2022 now what I know I yeah I still feel like I consider myself a recent grad but that time is slowly slipping away from yeah. us yeah exactly and I'm just like damn like May's coming up and I'm like what do you mean it's been two years yeah it's crazy I know time flies my goodness <laughs> um so let's talk about the current day and age of what do you so in a brief statement what do you do at your job what is a typical day like you have one yeah so I ended up in the world of content creation, which is pretty adjacent to journalism and also a field that I didn't know existed in college, you know, because I was in that journalism Mm -hmm. newsroom bubble that I think most people are in. Um, And so I am a content strategist for a consulting company called Publicis Sapient. Um, And so basically, What I do is I write content about the retail industry. So we serve a lot of different clients in the retail industry from like your Home Depot to your Lowe's to clothing brands, makeup brands, like all sorts of things. And on the consulting side, our consultants are like working with these clients every day and delivering projects. And then on our website, we put out a lot of thought leadership content around these industries as part of a marketing effort to kind of attract new clients mm-hmm. and to, you know, compete with other consulting companies um, to show, you know, we know our stuff, we're mm-hmm. a big name in these industries and, and you should work with us. Um, and what I like about content creation uh, versus journalism is that it it's allows a lot of creativity. Um, and so every day, I just started this job actually little over a month ago so my my daily yeah (laughs) um thank you but basically i will talk to our company's thought leaders um about different retail industry issues and so sometimes i'll edit articles that other people have written sometimes i will help brainstorm content for video series that we'll put on the website Um, Sometimes I will write research reports um, and it involves like a lot of collaboration with other people on the content team, which is great, Um, but it's also a lot of solo time writing, researching, Um, and I work remotely. So all of it, we have a return to office plan, but for now, all of it is done over Zoom, um, which is definitely convenient. Mm-hmm. definitely that sounds like fun definitely something new and interesting to go through every day 
Yeah, yeah, it is. And also, um, I, I think the retail industry is, has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's growing. Really, it is growing and people are talking a lot about the metaverse and web three mm-hmm. and NFTs and all these things that I'll read about online, but I won't actually do enough research to like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't do enough research to understand what they actually meant until I started this job. Um, and it's very fun to kind of get to talk about some of these topics that are still very new and niche and exciting and like people are still figuring them out. Um, and then also the retail industry in general is changing like crazy because of the pandemic and e-commerce and everyone's moving away from brick and mortar to selling online. And in this post pandemic world, it's mm-hmm. like a very, very difficult time for retailers in terms of like how they're able to make money in this new world. And so mm-hmm. that's another thing that I like about writing about the retail industry too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think places like, even like social media has changed with the retails and like now you can shop on Instagram while you're like that's a whole new thing within the last you know year or so that's added so stuff like that just been changing yeah. constantly it is crazy it's things that yeah have been changing a lot and retailers like you know some are, are really struggling to keep up and everyone's mm-hmm. trying to like stay on the pulse of those trends like social media shopping and like live stream shopping which has been a a huge thing in china for a few years and now we're finally starting to Mm -hmm. um get in the groove with that and a lot of people think of like qvc and like that type of thing when you think of live stream shopping but it's like this whole other universe um of e-commerce and there's a lot to talk about and also um working for a consulting company, like you already have your sources built in. Let's, you know, like the people that work for the company that have been in these industries for years and years. And so it's nice day one, not having to fully develop sources that you've never spoken to and have no connection to. Whereas mm-hmm. working here still have to make that introduction, obviously, but it's, it's people at your same company. You're all under one roof, which is right. That's nice. Um, so going back to Meryl, what inspired or caught your attention about studying journalism? I have always been a writer and it was really difficult for me to choose between, I guess, English or, or literature, creative writing versus uh, journalism. But I think the prestige of the journalism school is what drew me in along with it was more career focused than say an English major, um, Mm -hmm. which I also liked because I felt like there was a clear career path. You know, if I ended up liking it, you know, to a job right after graduation in the journalism Mm -hmm. field. And the Merrill school is really unique in that it, it seemed like to me, they valued career experience and like real world experience much more than like, I think almost any other major at, the University of Maryland, which mm-hmm. is really unique and really helpful because all of the classes, you know, were taught by people who are working in the industry and they would come from their day at work in a newsroom and like, you know, bring in that experience. And it 
I think sometimes people will say like, oh, you know, college is a waste of time nowadays. And like you learn on the job, but at Merrill, like you're also learning about the job in the classroom too. And I feel like a lot, so many of the classes that I took there, like they, they weren't a waste of time. Like a lot of that really was applicable to what I'm doing now. Um, obviously not as applicable as if I were in a newsroom, you know, like cop doing copy editing or, or, or being a journalist, but um, you know, so many of just like crafting a story, story structure, editing stories, interviewing skills, um, and especially just research in general, you learn a lot about that in the Merrill school. And like that, that still like comes up day to day for me. Also their heavy emphasis on internships and, and being close to DC. Mm -hmm. Um, that was incredibly helpful to graduate college with a ton of internships on my resume because it was so encouraged and so mm -hmm. accessible um, mm -hmm. that I might not have otherwise pursued if I was in like an English major or something where it's not really seen as valuable or right. as valuable as it was right. there. Right. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, uh, what skills did you gain from Merrill, which kind of helped you transition into the adult world and getting a job? especially after graduation. We both graduated during the pandemic, so we kind of struggle with that. As well as I want to touch into like switching jobs because like I feel like that's not talked about with our generation. Um, I would love your intake on it. Skills that I picked up um, in journalism school at Merrill, I think probably the number, the, the two biggest skills that I picked up were researching and also um I guess I'll like put like career slash interviewing slash like resume building skills in one bucket um I for the first for researching I feel like that's a skill that comes up like every day multiple times a day in my internship and it's really useful um, for like all of our journalism assignments, you know, like there's a lot of research involved and there's, you know, this big, vast internet and like library, I guess, if you're really, you know, going back to the basics, um, <laughs> but mostly the internet where you can look for information. And although like it, it seems simple, like there are a lot of hacks to finding information and like getting what you want and researching a topic well and making sure you have all the information and like getting all the sides. Um, and I feel like that is something that I definitely picked up at the Merrill School. Um, and I think even if you're not in like a content or writing job, it's something that will come in handy a lot because in your career, Obviously, people will want to answer questions and help you when you're new, but it goes a long way to be able to also figure things out for yourself and like go the extra mile to research certain topics or research the company you're working at. Um, and it's just really helpful. And then I would also say career skills, which is something that I, I started but picking up at Merrill. And then I joined this fellowship after college called Venture for America, which also really helped me build on things like building a resume, giving your elevator pitch, 
um, finding internships and jobs that are right for you. And I think the biggest thing that Merrill really offers is like this network. Um, and all of the internships I found were like recommended through other students at the school. Um, one, the Dow Jones News Fund, which was super useful for me in like figuring out what I wanted to do was recommended by um, Adrienne Flynn. She, she was great and she recommended that to me, recommended internships and like helped connect me. And I think when you're early in your career, I feel like I learned the value of networking and like how it, how it can benefit you in your career and also um, building a resume as well and giving an elevator pitch and writing cover letters for sure. Like we did that in, I think the one class that we had to take with Adrian Flynn, that was like a career oriented class. Um, mm -hmm. And looking around at other students at University of Maryland and seeing their resumes and cover letters, I was like, wow, like, you know, these, these aren't that great. Like, I feel like I, I really know how to write a good resume and like make my bullet points tell a story and like show not tell and in a cover letter, you know, say something that will stand out and be unique me and in finding my first job and then also transitioning to the job that I have now. Um, and yeah, there's so much other stuff that we were taught. I mean, just writing in general, I feel like the teachers or professors um, were extremely strict with, um, you know, obviously grammar errors and, and getting the facts correct and, you know, just writing well um, and getting down to those basics. And in like any job that you're going to have, you're going to have to know how to write. And I think it was very useful for me, like even someone who spent their whole life up until college writing and like thinking I was a good writer, I realized like I, I couldn't write for shit, like in a professional sense, like nothing when I started college, like nothing that I would write just on my own would be published and someone would say like, oh, that's really good. And, you know, throughout my time in college, through writing on the newspaper and like doing other things, like over time, like my writing just slowly got honed and honed and honed a bit more until like someone could see something that I wrote. And I think it like just takes a lot of practice to get to that point. And I I feel like the Merrill School like really provided that. Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree with you there. Um, so uh, what career takeaways do you have so far? I guess my biggest career takeaways are that like, First of all, you should think of your first job and maybe several jobs as a continuation of college in a way. Um, I think that a lot of people assume that after you graduate college, it's like, okay, your career is started and now you're going to advance in your career. But in your first job and like several jobs out of college, most people will transition into a different field or a new industry or, um, you know, something slightly different from what they set out to do in their first job. And so I think it's, it's kind of like silly to think of it as like, okay, you know, this is the start of my career. Like, no, your first job, you're really probably still learning. Um, 
And I think it's helpful to be in the mindset of like, I'm new and I'm still learning. And this is just like another building block of college and kind of a continuation of discovering what my skills are, you know, what my weaknesses are and like what I like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously there are those people that, you know, immediately know what they want to do right out of college and they just start climbing that ladder. Um, But I think when you're new in a company, like, especially right out of college, it's very easy to get down on yourself and be like, I don't know anything. And like, I, I feel really stupid and I'm making mistakes or, you know, oh, I really hated this. I, I like expected to like it and I really don't. And people don't really talk about that as much. People talk about more just like getting that dream job. And then it's like, once you have it, it's like, okay, you actually have to perform that job every day. It's not just like the getting it that's important, although that is difficult to do. Um, and so I think like if I could, you know, go back, I would give myself like a little bit more grace with my first job in knowing that like this is a learning experience and I'm not going to know everything and I, you know, should treat it as such. Um, I would also say that probably take time like at the beginning of your career to really evaluate what you want and not be afraid to make major pivots Um, because you know the longer the more years and, and decades and whatever you know you're at a company or in a certain career like yes it's always possible to change to something else but the harder or scarier it is to start on a new path. And even it, with my current job now, like I really like it and I like my team and I like what I'm doing, but I'm always thinking about like potential other career paths in content, in writing and other things, or do I want to go back to school and, you know, do I want to completely pivot to something else? And, um, I think that like in your twenties and and right out of college, like that's a really healthy thing to do. And I also think that in the past had in my head, like, you know, once I find that perfect thing, that career that I love, then I'm just done and I can do that. And even people who are in their dream jobs, like you're never done. You're always like kind of transforming and like thinking about the next thing and, Um, when I graduated college, like I saw a lot of people around me that like seem to be have these amazing, really well-paying jobs and be like perfectly happy. And, you know, now they're transitioning to other things or they're like, you know, taking some time off, you know, moving back home and like people go at their own pace. I think that like kind of realizing that you're on your own path and you have your own timeline and you're never like really going to like find that ultimate end goal that you've been searching for is important. And like any job that you take, you are going to have problems with it and issues with it. And it's about finding something that like for right now in this moment, like works for you and works for your lifestyle and is something that you can enjoy on a daily basis. And like, other than that, I think, you know, we're all very young and, and still figuring things out. Um, And I'm in journalism school. Like I had always felt like 
being in a newsroom, it oh something always just felt like a little bit off about it. And like, I remember writing like hard news articles, like it, it felt like a struggle um, sometimes. And I felt like I maybe didn't belong in a newsroom. And um, looking back, I wish I had like listened, you know, if you're in a job or an internship where like, it, it really feels like a struggle, like that's not how a job necessarily should feel where you feel like you're not catering to your strengths. And like, it's not in, super intuitive for you. And it's like, just really hard to do the basic things. Um, Cause I'm not always the most detail oriented person. And so I think um, being in a newsroom and writing like hard news on a daily basis is just not, not meant for me. Um, and so I wish like people instead of focusing so much on their strengths sometimes, like also thought about weaknesses and like that plays into your career a lot too. Like, you know, what's a job, like what are my weaknesses and like what's a job where, you know, those aren't gonna like come into play and in, like every single assignment that I do um, because everyone has weaknesses and everyone has strengths too. And like, you can find a job that, does it that plays a lot more to your strengths um, rather than your weaknesses and you don't have to try so hard to like fit yourself into a job that you know maybe just isn't meant for you um so yeah mm -hmm. yeah I completely agree with that thank you for sharing yeah yeah um so my last question for you is what advice or suggestions do you have for current students who are kind of interested in working in content creation and kind of pivoting into the world of like communications? Yeah, I would say the best or not the best thing you can do. One great thing to look into is working for a startup. Um, I have to plug Venture for America because I would not be where I am today without it. It's, it's similar to Teach for America where you apply for this fellowship program and if you get in, you have access to this job board of positions at startups and you know marketing, content creation, all sorts of things. And you're also part of this cohort of people um, who also wanna work at startups. And it's a really great community to join after college when you kind of feel alone and like other people are going off to grad programs and you're like, I'm just by myself in the world. Um, it's nice to be part of a community. Um, and working at a startup, um, at first I was like, I'm a journalism major, like there's what role would I take? And like every business, including startups, like they need people to write content and do content creation. And like, sometimes that's under the marketing branch and sometimes it's its own thing, but I think it's a great, a great first job to have, um, if you're a self-starter, because you get a lot of freedom and responsibility really quickly. And also working at a startup, people are so passionate about, you know, the mission of the company. And it's a really exciting environment because everyone is like hustling, um, you know, to, to grow a company. Um, and there's often a lot of like young people working there too. And um, that's not something that I had really considered during college, but startups need young people, which is, which is great. Um, and so otherwise for content creation though, um, I would say like pretty much any company you can think of like needs people to create 
content. Um, and it's sometimes just about like finding those positions. Um, I was a huge snob in college about like, I'll never do marketing. You know, it's, it's so stupid. Like only hard news, only the facts. And what I would say about it is like, you know, I still spend all my days like fact checking and like, you know, interviewing people and like doing all of those same things. It's just not for a publication. Um, and so if you're someone who, who loves to write and loves to interview and, and edit, um, but you're just not finding joy in a newsroom, like look into more business roles where you'll get to do that content creation. Um, and then also reach out to your network. Um, a lot of the jobs I found, I've just cold messaged people on LinkedIn. And I think you'll be surprised to find like how many people want to help and like how easy it is to find a role that you like if you just like continually reach out to people in places that you want to be. So mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, I love that. Um, thank you so much for doing the podcast and answering my question. That's so nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, it was great to meet you too. And great to uh, reflect on these last few years. Yeah, definitely. Yay.